106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Hey guys, I just got my 79th booster shot, so I'm a little out of it. I'm just relaxing, but fortunately I don't have to work tomorrow because I haven't had a job in 16 years. So I'm just hanging out here in quarantine camp. I was arrested and thrown in here last week for sneezing near a baby who has a .0000034 chance of getting COVID. So we're just locked down in the new Tupac variant, but it is good to finally see a diverse variant, right? Finally, some black representation in these variants. But anyways, Lord Fauci says we'll be out of this in the next 30 years if we just stay strong. So let's recite the COVID prayer. Do the right thing. Do the right thing. Do Hi, Dr. Fauci. I was wondering if it's okay if I celebrate Christmas this year with my family. Am I allowed to do that? Can I do that, Dr. Fauci? Hi, Dr. Fauci. It's it's me again. I'm I'm kind of hungry. And I was wondering if it's okay if I eat something. Am I allowed to to eat something? Is that is that okay? Hi, Dr. Fauci. I was gonna do a load of laundry. Is, is it okay? Am I allowed to do laundry? Is that, is that okay? Hi, Dr. Fauci. Am I allowed to take a shower? Can I, can I take a shower? And do I take my mask off when I take my shower, Dr. Fauci? I was gonna go for a walk outside and I'm outside right now and I don't know if I can be outside. Dr. Fauci, is it okay for me to go outside? I just got in my car and I realized I might not be allowed to drive. Dr. Fauci, can I drive? Am I allowed to drive my car, Dr. Fauci? Dr. Fauci, I... I, I was gonna pet my dog and I, I, I realized I don't know if I can. Did, is it okay to, to, to pet my dog, Dr. Fauci? Is it okay to brush my teeth, Dr. Fauci? I mean, could something get on my toothbrush and kill me? I, am I allowed to brush my teeth? Is it okay to get dressed, Dr. Fauci? I mean, can I change my clothes, Dr. Fauci? Can I have coffee, Dr. Fauci? Is, is it okay if I have some coffee? I'd say even if you live alone, I would wear a mask in the house, especially in the shower, because frankly, droplets can make the way through the drain and come up through somebody else's toilet, infecting them with COVID through the anus. Uh, ballpark in two to five to 20 years, we can start thinking about considering the idea of pondering the thought of conceptualizing the possibility of maybe perhaps reopening, but probably not. I would avoid having any fun whatsoever in the near to far future.
right, welcome. This is Lou Benninger. You're listening to No Hostages Radio Podcast. And uh, this is our 137th episode. And you're going to be listening to this on November 13th, uh, 2021. I'm recording it actually on Veterans Day, which is uh, November 11th. And if you remember your history of Veterans Day, it was based on the treaty of the First World War that was on 11 11 11 1911 11th month 11th day so easy to remember November 11 11 11 each year we uh, honor all those who have served veterans means you uh, you have served Memorial Day uh, addresses the fact that some served and never survived their service that's we remember our memory of them our memorial day veterans day is all those who served and and then the other holiday is all those who are serving now we honor everybody that's serving now arm uh uh in all the armed forces so i wanted to uh, also mention uh i i played a clip last week that uh had to do with uh memorial day and this week I'm uh, including a couple clips on Memorial Day as well as uh, Marine Corps birthday, uh, which is uh, the 246th birthday of the Marines. And uh, that's on November 10th, yesterday from the time I'm recording this right now. November 10th, 2021 is their birthday. So never, November 10th every year is the Marines' birthday, and November 11th is Veterans Day. So uh, it's, it was interesting to just re- remember that the Marines started in 1775, uh, right at the beginning of the, uh, the Revolutionary War, and the the history tells that it has its roots uh, are that it was birthed in a tavern <coughs> and it had Quaker roots. So uh, there was a former Quaker, Samuel Nichol- Nicholas, who had been expelled from the community for participating in the revolution. The Quakers were pacifists, and uh, but he believed he needed to fight for the country, and so they threw him out of their religious community. And he was appointed as a captain. Uh, his uh, this was the the story told by Helen File, director of the world's largest Quaker meeting house, and uh, and it was written about in the Chicago Tribune in two thousand eight. Uh, under the authority of the Second Continental Congress, Nicholas. Samuel Nicholas established a recruitment headquarters at the Tun T-U-N or Tun Tavern in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. And uh, with the help of the tavern owner, uh, they put together the first uh, Marines uh, that uh, served on land and sea both. And their operations included the first American amphibious assault on the Bahamas in March of 1776, led by Nicholas, uh, according to Marine Corps University. So today you usually see t-shirts and decals that uh, talk about Semper Fi, which means always faithful. But that uh, slogan or motto or esprit de corps phrase came along later 
initially, uh, in fact, about 1883 it came along. Uh, it's a Latin word. But they initially had three informal mo- mottos uh, describing their work. And first one was at, at sea and land. And the second one was a Latin word called fort- fortitudine, fortitudine, or simply meaning fortitude. And the last phrase was to the coast of Tripoli, where they they had the uh, some uh, military activity. So today, uh, the one you hear is Semper Fidelis, and uh, that that's the one you see on the, the logo shirts and everything else. Uh, so we honor them today, and and I have a clip I included about a little bit of the history and about the Marines. And they're a bit different than the every branch of the service is a bit different, um, and so you can uh, you can I won't repeat that because uh, I don't want to waste time. In fact, one of the, I didn't know that John Glenn, who was the first man we sent into space, had been a Marine. Uh, obviously, he was some sort of a pilot. Uh, John Glenn, uh, he didn't go to the moon. He he shot into space so and successfully returned. But uh, he was a Marine and um, said uh, John Glenn was the first American astronaut to orbit the Earth, one of the f- most famous astronauts, Marine Corps veteran. Uh, so uh, it says here that my notes, 178,500 people are actively serving in the Marine Corps as of 2021. It began as a ministry or under the Navy, but its command structure is more similar to the Army. Uh, so it's the other thing that I thought was interesting in some of the terms that you hear about the Navy or the Marines, the term leatherneck, and I've heard various uh, descriptions of why that term um what that term really means. And I think it means a couple of things. Uh, the nickname Leatherneck has become a universal moniker for a U.S. Marine. The term originated from the wide, wide and stiff Leatherneck piece that was part of the Marine Corps uniform from ni- 1798 to 1872. The leather collar called the stock was roughly four inches high and had two purposes. In combat, it protected the neck and jugular vein from uh, a slash of a blade. But when they were in parade, it kept a Marine's head very erect. And if you'll notice uh, in marching and uh, Marines are very, very erect around the neck. The term is so widespread that it has become the name of the, the name of the Marine Corps Association monthly magazine called Leatherneck. Um, they also have been referred to as jarheads. For roughly 50 years, sailors have uh, had little luck in their effort to insult Marines by calling them gyrenes and other disparaging terms. Uh, so it actually, the Marines, instead of fighting over everything, would just accept the, the uh, disparaging remarks as a uh, sort of a badge of honor. Uh, the, the German army coined the term of respect for the U.S. Re- Marines, they called them uh, devil dogs during World War I because of their uh, incredible fight. When the French were retreating from the Germans, the, the, uh, the Marines actually inserted themselves 
uh, in between the Germans and the retreating French. And uh, the tide of the war turned after that uh, insertion of the Marines. In five months, Germany would be forced to accept an armistice uh, where we get the 11-11-11. The battle tenacity and fury of the U.S. Marines had stunned the Germans, according to history. In their official reports, they called the Marines... I, I won't try to pronounce it in German. It just simply meant devil dogs, the ferocious mountain dogs that referred to these certain dogs that were mountain dogs of Bavarian folk, folk, folklore. So maybe we would call them pit bulls, right? But these these were giant dogs. Uh, we also have soldiers of the sea is a tradition and function term for the Marines dating back to the British in the 1600s. So I uh, just want to honor the Marines here today, particularly among all the armed forces, as it's their birthday. And I put a couple clips, as I mentioned, together for you. So uh, as I've jumped into this a little bit into the meat of the day, uh, I wanted to uh, give you a little, if you're new to this, this is what we do here. Uh, we talk about culture and politics and we do six 20-minute talk segments, and then we split it up with some uh, clips that you can listen to that I think are important. And you can uh, you can listen to our podcasts a couple of different ways from your podcast source, wherever that is, and just put in No Hostages Radio. Or you could go to NoHostagesRadio.com and look at... Uh, all of our episodes, as well as some articles that I write. So two ways you can get to us. You can also, uh, if you look at uh, my Facebook site, Live with Lou, which is connected to a live show we do on Saturday mornings. Uh, this show, uh, usually uh, the new podcast comes up once a week on Saturday morning. But we also do a live show, a KMYC, that you can listen to from your anywhere in the world. If you go to live365.com click on radio then put in kmyc and it'll live stream to you night or day but we're just on from 10 in the morning till one in the afternoon on saturdays again we're on the left coast so take into account your uh your distance hour wise from us uh my email if you want to reach out to me is lou lou at no com. lou at no com, and that's lou and my phone number, if you want to text me information or questions or anything, if you want to talk, you could send me a request for that, and I'll call you back, 530-713-1838, 530-713-1838. So, uh, again, um, well done, veterans, for Veterans Day. I know it's uh, we're doing it. We, we actually do it over a two-week period. Uh, because uh, most of these days land in between my shows, and I like to, you know, here's the deal. We shouldn't honor our, our military uh, dead veterans or those serving right now. We should not honor them just one day a year. So uh, I want to encourage you, uh, locally, we have the uh, the blessing of having an Air Force base right here, uh, neck in Yuba County called Beale Air Force Base. It began as an army base in World War II and then was converted to an Air Force Base. But it's a reconnaissance base, and so we see some military people around town all the time, and so there's opportunity to exchange pleasantries 
and thanks and uh, even buy them a meal or or uh, do something special for them. Sometimes people have just lined the the uh, the access uh, street or or highway into the base and where they where everybody goes to work every day. Those that, that live off base and they drive in and go through certain gates and cl- get clearance. So many times folks have just gone out to say thanks and have taken their flags out and uh, and made their own signs and, and begin to teach their children uh, the importance of the military and how much uh, we appreciate them and, and begin to uh, inculcate in, in our children uh, the traditions and the right culture of honoring those who serve us and to respect those in, in whether they're in a uniform of the law enforcement or uniform of the uh, military that service here and around the world. So uh, thank you so much, everybody. So when you see people in restaurants or waiting in line or whatever at the post office, sometimes I cross them at the post office where I get my mail. They're in, they're in mailing packages and doing things. Always try to take a moment to thank them for their service and, and, uh, and, or, or whatever. You might think of this, if you see they're just starting a meal, you might think of buying their meal for them. That would really be cool. So, uh, again, 246 years, the Marines, all the way back to 1775, way to go. Uh, and you can remember some of those terms, the leatherneck, the devil dogs. Uh, I love that. That's just awesome. And uh, so, of course, always faithful, simplify. Um, okay. So I wanted to mention that uh, November 15th, which is this coming Monday, there is uh, a request for a national stay away from school day for your children uh, because of the ridiculous, uh, maniacal, that means maniac-like, maniacal, fraudulent, malicious, sickening uh, mandates that are being foisted upon our schools and our school children. Things that don't have anything to do with health, except for the fact that they're, they contribute to poor health. They are all about uh, mind control, manipulation, having kids stand six feet apart, <clears throat> having kids wear masks, uh, it blocks the communication ability of children. We communicate not with our mouth, but with our whole body. And when you can't see a person's expression, whether it's uh, smiling or sad or perplexed, and you can't pick that up through the eyes and you can't hear them very well, I'm sure everybody's had the uh, the un- unhappy experience of not being able to hear someone talking to you through a mask and having to ask them to repeat themselves. It's time to be done with the mask. It's time to be done with the fraud of COVID. And uh, it's time to uh, uh, make some really serious decisions about your children in school. So <clears throat> one of the things we can do is we can keep our kids out of school. They're, the organizers of this nationally are saying, please don't call in, just don't show up. And uh, they the people will get the message. And then we'll just go on from there and see what's going on from there. Now we've just fin- we're just finishing up four day uh, 
boycott from the job or stay away from the jobs because of the confusion and conflicting messages. And, you know, we're being told one thing. We're being told things that are unlawful, like you have to inject all your employees. That's unlawful. It's unlawful for an employer to tell his employee that uh, we need to inject you or you can't work anymore. That's unlawful. You can't fire them over that. Now, you might, people might say, well, Lou, they are firing people that, well, you know, people can do, people, you know, it's against the law to shoot you as well, kill you. But people do that. And then we have to just pick up the pieces and figure out what happened and deal with it, right? So there's a lot going on in our community. Our our uh, supervisors allowed the businesses of Yuba and Sutter counties and, and I think surrounding counties, but I'm just speaking about Yuba Sutter. I'm more familiar with that. That's where I live in Yuba County. Our supervisors allowed the businesses to be bullied to close down. There was no legal right for the government to close them down. If the business had resisted, uh, the sheriffs had said, although they didn't say it very publicly and very few people understood this, the sheriffs would have never arrested anybody. I know that Clint Curry, who is the district attorney for Yuba County, told well, he uh, he told me actually through communications that he had not planned to arrest anybody over covid violation of rules because they're not laws and he's a criminal attorney in other words a prosecutor the district attorney deals with crimes not deals dealing with civil issues so the unfortunate thing is that because we had such weak leadership in yuba and sutter counties they didn't give a clear blow of the trumpet on what your rights were and so a lot of people who were ignorant uh, a lot of businessmen were just plain ignorant and didn't know that they could just stay open, that the government does not have a right uh, in the Constitution to take away your business without compensating you for it. And so uh, and you might say, well, Lou, they didn't really take the business away. Yes, they did. If they stop you, like if they if you have a business on a street and they dig an eight foot moat and fill it with water all the way around the block. That's taking your business away because nobody can get to you. They have to compensate you for that. So if they force you to shut down, like in in the early years, uh, not the early years of Marysville, but in Marysville, when they wanted to do redevelopment in downtown Marysville, and they wanted to knock a lot of buildings down, and and there were businesses that were renting those buildings, they not only compensated and bought the property of those buildings from the owners, so they could take the buildings down. They also compensated the the businesses that were r- renting that uh, establishment, basically paying them tens of thousands of dollars back in the 1970s because of the loss of business opportunity and them having to move to a new location and convince their uh, customers where they had disappeared to. So what this hap- when this happened and COVID happened, the, the health officer who doesn't give a care about businesses just told everybody to shut down. In fact, they told you to stay in your, in your own house. That's unconstitutional. They cannot tell you to stay in your own house. They cannot mandate. They cannot force you. They cannot surround your house to keep you in your own house. Now, I know in other countries, like I heard in Germany, 
and I know in, in Australia they're they're having a main major fight over there about they're really just almost a totalitarian government. But we follow the Constitution. We are not like Germany, and uh, we are not like Great Britain. So uh, th- we're at the end of our first break, and we'll, we'll be right back. And uh, hang in here. night last night in beautiful Montrose, Colorado with my friends for their annual Lincoln Reagan Day dinner. Each day I think about what an honor it is to represent Western Colorado and how proud I am to be doing exactly what I promised you I would do in Congress. Each day on the campaign trail last year, we would talk about how frustrating it is when Republicans don't get in the fight, when they don't stand up for our conservative principles. And I promised then I would work hard to find common ground but I would not compromise on principle. This past week is a perfect example of that. We had Nancy Pelosi in a box where she didn't have the votes for her trillion dollar spending spree. Even AOC and the squad wasn't with her. Face it, the Democrats couldn't even pass a kidney stone, let alone a trillion dollars in new spending. But sure enough, 13 so-called Republicans flipped sides and voted for this BS and passed it. So here's the deal. We don't need to just take back the house in 2022. We need to take back the house with strong conservatives who don't flinch, who speak up and help take our country back. The candidates are out there and I want you to know I am working hard to help make sure they get elected. Virginia showed us we don't need to run scared and we don't need to run light. We need to run strong. I proved it can be done because of your support and others will follow. 2022 cannot get here fast enough. So hang with me. God bless you and have a great day. On November 10th, 1775, a few good men got together and they were called Marines. Be it resolved that two battalions of Marines be raised that they be enlisted and commissioned to serve for and during the present war between Great Britain and the colonies. That they be distinguished by the names of the 1st and 2nd Battalions of American Marines. These were the men called Marines. One whose words you will hear was Captain John W. Thomason. The time was 1918. The place, France. But what John Thomason wrote about his Marine comrades speaks for every man who has worn the uniform from 1775 to today. There were Northwesterners with straw-colored hair and delicately spoken chaps with the stamp of Eastern universities on them. There were large boned fellows from Pacific Coast lumber camps and tall, lean Southerners who swore amazingly in gentle, drawling voices. There were husky farmers from the Corn Belt and 
youngsters who had sprung to arms from the necktie counter. And there were also a number of diverse people who ran curiously to type, with drilled shoulders and a bone-deep sunburn and a tolerant scorn of nearly everything on earth. They were the Leathernecks, the old breed of American regular, regarding the services home. And they transmitted their temper and character and viewpoint to the high-hearted mass which filled the ranks of the Marine Brigade. There is nothing particularly glorious about sweaty fellows going along to fight. And yet they represent a great deal more than individuals mustered into a division. There is also what is behind those men, the old battles. Long forgotten that secured our nation. Traditions of things endured and things accomplished. Such as regiments hand down forever. And that abstract thing called patriotism, which I have never heard combat soldiers mention. All this passes into the forward zone to the point of contact where war is grit with horrors. And common men endure these horrors and overcome them, along with the insistent yearnings of the belly and the reasonable promptings of fear. And in this, I think, is glory. Marines are not allowed to die without permission. here before the Marine Corps. Now you can give your heart to Jesus, but your ass belongs to the car. But always remember this. Marines die. That's what we're here for. But the Marine Corps lives forever. And that means you live forever. So, all right, we're talking about this uh, COVID thing, which really it isn't about an illness. They, what happened is, is that people, global leaders that are billionaires who like to tinker around with society because they've already made all the money they need. So now they're manipulating and playing games with society like you'd play a Monopoly game. 
And they have determined to to have a one world government and to ultimately like there's all sorts of things there's being lied about. If you go into store and say, we're, we're out of change, we're there's no more change. That's a lie. That's all. It's all about the manipulation of forcing people to use technology to buy things so then they can control what you buy. They can monitor what you buy and they can limit what you can buy. By if you're a, if they don't like the way you're behaving, they'll say you're not going to be able to buy certain things or you can't buy anything. So that whole coin thing is a scam and it limits, eliminates freedom. The bigger government, this is a principle. The, the reason the founding fathers did not like big government is when government expands, freedom contracts. I'll say it again. When government expands, freedom contracts. So when government passes more and more laws, more and more regulations, more and more fees. They control you through regulations and fees and taxes and surcharges, right? All these things control you. Oh, you can't put it in that window uh, unless you have me come out and inspect and then inspect a second time and you need to pay a fee to build, put in a window or replace a window in your own house or reframe a window. Remodel, do a little remodel. You can't just do it at your own house. You can't just do it. You have to pay the government. Every time you do something and the government said, oh, well, you can't do that in society anymore unless you pay us. So if you look at your water bill, your PG&E or utility bill, your water bill, your telephone bill, any bill, 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 there's a little fee in there for the government. Governments, they attach themselves to everything. And so they control through that. So maybe they don't control you through that little tag on on your phone bill, but they sure control that telephone company. And they're collecting billions of dollars from like the AT&Ts and all the phone companies, all your phone charges, right? Those are controlling. Those are restricting the freedom. That's government taking control of private business. You think, well, we have private enterprise. It's not quite so private anymore. That's a problem. And so the bigger government is and the more intrusive government gets in business, then what you find is get, get, business turns around and begins to lobby government to get favors from government. The favor used to be God's favor called freedom. And the founding fathers equipped and armed people with the Second Amendment so they could fight government whenever they tried to take their freedom away. The way we've ended up losing our freedom is we just lose it a little bit at a time. A little bit, a little bit, a little bit. Just think of all the ways, like in California, you in California, all the ways that you buy a car, you pay taxes on your car. Then you have to pay a DMV fee just for the privilege of driving it on the road. They buffalo you into these things. I don't have time to get into all the details of not registering your car. I don't have time to do that today, but then they charge you a DMV fee and they charge it for the rest of your life with that car. And then they charge you taxes when you buy fuel for that car or when you buy any parts for that car or when you repair that car. They're just tax, 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 right? And then you have to pay a smog fee every two years, which is a total joke because now there's there's no polluters on the highway. And so it's just a fee that they collect and a guy makes 30 or 40 bucks on you to hook up a, a little machine that smells your exhaust. 
what I'm saying to you is the more that government, what we want to do is not just have people that are nice people run for office. We want people that will actually shrink government, shrink the budget of government. Now, in business, the goal of a manager of business is always to expand the business, grow the business, more sales, more profit, right? More employees, more outlets, more franchises, right? The, the bad thing is, is in government, they think the same way. You put a guy or a gal at the head of a department and what she or he want. They want a bigger budget. They want more employees. They want to do more projects. They want more influence, right? They want to get more cred, street cred. That's just ex- exactly the opposite, 180 degrees opposite of what our founding fathers wanted. We did. They did not want department after department after department after department where you have millions and millions and millions of employees they did not want that because that reduces the freedom people have it's just like at one time you know you could just go fishing you could just go hunting and now you have to pay to do any of those things everything you have to pay you have to if you have a boat you have to have a license for your little boat it's just unbelievable. And what we need, what we need are people like, for instance, recently, the health officer, which is not a health officer in Yuba County, Sutter County, it's a death officer. The death officer in Yuba, Sutter County, the, her name is Fong Lu. But I have added Joseph Mengele, who is the famous or infamous uh, murderer of thousands and thousands of people where he, he not only was involved in the gas chambers where millions were killed, but then he experimented on something like 1300 pairs of twins and on weird stuff. This is what we have as a health officer. And recently she put forward a grant. You know, a lot of people get fooled on grant. There's no Mr. and Mrs. Grant who are like Gates who's philanthropic sometimes. Mr. and Mrs. Grant don't exist. Grants are your tax monies that your somebody is pretending that they're being charitable with the county and giving some of it back. So Mengele Lu asked the Yuba County Board of Supervisors to go get this grant up towards a million dollars to increase the number of tracers and trackers to run around tracing and tracking people with COVID. Now she doesn't, when she brings up these things, now she's bringing up venereal diseases where we do want tracers and trackers to stop people from carrying and, and distributing propagating venereal disease, which can kill people and cause people to not be able to have children. COVID isn't that case. And it's been a charade uh, this whole thing of charade of tracing. Oh, he he was tested positive, and he went to a party that night, or he went to a movie, and he was with six other people. Now they got to be all quarantined. It's crazy, people. That is communist manipulation and domination and control. And thankfully, the board of supervisors in Huber County turned it down. Thank you, Jesus. This week, the Sutter County did just the opposite. 
and they are expanding the fantasy of COVID for years to come. It is really a tragedy. And I think more and more, I, I think the guys on that board are just, com- except for Mike Ziegenmeyer, who voted no, five, it was four to one. The rest of them are egomaniacs, and they're just stupid. They're the stupidest bunch of guys I've met in years. They just simply are flat-brained, and they can't figure out what's going on. They're giving away our freedom, and they're all puffed up about how they're scoring money for the county. I don't want the money. I want freedom. Get off the businesses back. Quit pecking around with people's lives. Quit testing people. Leave them alone. Let them get a cold. Let them judiciously decide to stay home or not stay home, depending on what their symptoms are. We don't need we don't need Nazi social workers or health workers running around on behalf of the the county of Sutter or Yuba or any of them. Now I heard I got a guy call calling me from uh, Nevada County. They're facing the same. I think this money's being offered everywhere and it's incentivizing these supervisors to continue to play games with these stupid mandates. I'm telling you mandates are not laws. Rules aren't laws. Regulations aren't necessarily laws unless they're to enforce a law. I would just listen to Peggy Hall. Uh, Many of you have been calling me. I think the best person to call if you have employment issues is call. Actually, it's easier just to go on her website, thehealthyamerican.org. TheHealthyAmerican.org. She's out of Orange County. She and her husband, David. And they're helping people with all the laws dealing with employment, federal and state, as well as OSHA. And they know what they're talking about. And they're helping people with with, uh, religious exemptions and how to handle religious exemptions when you have idiots like these local these. Local superintendent of schools begin to question people's credibility when they ask for a religious exemption. Well, ask them to prove it. Just tell them to go to hell. They don't have to prove that. That's that's your private that's your private business. You think, well, Lou, how how are we going to win this? Well, we're going to win it by people hiring attorneys. And fighting, you th- you know, here's the problem. Many of us have become complacent to think we have all these rights and all these freedoms and they're free. None of them are free. Every one of us has to fight during our own generation, our own era, our own time for the rights that we want, because there's always somebody wanting to take your right away. Right. They want to they usurp your right. They want to take it away. They want to block your right. Sometimes that's a, your neighbor. Sometimes it's the school. It's interesting to me. People say, oh, I can't believe the schools have gotten so bad. Listen, they didn't just get so bad. They've been bad. You just didn't know about it. They have been bad. You just weren't paying attention. You were ignorant. It doesn't mean you're a bad person. You just you just weren't knowledgeable. Sometimes we're just not knowledgeable. You can actually make yourself sick 
eating wrong because you're not knowledgeable. You can stop a lot of things that are wrong with your body by studying a little bit on the internet without going to the doctor and costing you a lot of money by just changing the way you do certain things. You can fix it yourself, but you have to educate yourself. Parents just sent their kids to school, trusting that it was like it was 40 years ago. It is not. The school system is corrupted. I've included some clips today on homeschooling. There's a movie going to be coming out, and there's either some lead clips that are very good. And they're encouraging people to think about homeschooling. Listen, people, that the, the, uh, the school system right now, f- fighting over masks is, I can't even believe we're still doing that. We have the one of that head lady of the CDC now is saying, I saw her on YouTube saying that it stops 80% of flu and COVID germs. I thought, you're a liar. You, For goodness sakes, you're the top doctor. You're the head of the CDC. You're a top doctor, and you're going to tell us lies like that? It's the same thing somebody just posted on social media how the Southwest air came on the, on the, I don't know whether it was in Las Vegas or somewhere as a friend of mine, I think was just went to Las Vegas and he said it was a national law or a state law. They did it to me. State law. You had to wear a mask. These are all lies. People are just talking trash. They're just talking trash and they're getting away with it because they got you over a barrel because you're standing in an airline you're sitting, you're trying to get on the airline. You're trying to go do something with your family. And then are you going to fight that battle right then? Right? Are you going to fight that battle? I've had friends been thrown off Southwest Air. I used to love Southwest Air. I hate these people. They're Nazis. And they're liars. First of all, they tell you, oh, 1,000 airlines. Oh, yeah, we just had a, what was the first one? Was it a, oh, weather. Yeah, it was weather. But the weather was fine throughout the whole United States. No other airline was affected by the weather. That's how stupid they think you are. Then they say, no, it wasn't weather. It was a computer glitch. And then then people in Southwest Air Computer, uh, the geeks over there, leaked out. No, we don't have any problems with computers. These guys got their own issues. It's not computers and it's not the weather. What is it? They have a bunch of people that are saying, we're not going to take the shot. We are not going to take the shot. And they they just stayed away, just like we're trying to tell people. I don't know how many people stayed away for four days this week, Monday through Thursday, this last week. But I hope a ton. We need, it's 1776 all over again. And you you need to figure out whether England, who... Now England is now the United States government. That's who England is. And it's the state governments. And it's the county governments. And I was so thankful when the supervisors said no to taking more money having to do with COVID. They said, no, we don't want it. Thank God for them. Thank thank you guys. There's five men on that board Rarely do I agree with them, but I, I was so thrilled. I don't think it was a 5-0 vote. I think it was Vasquez, uh, Supervisor Fuhrer, and Supervisor Blazer. 
three out of, uh, I think one was missing that day. I think Fletcher was missing. And I think, uh, one, it was three to one, but thankfully that happened. That was a huge step. They were one of the first ones to say masks are optional. Thank God for that. We need some honesty and we need to move on and leave that stuff behind and move on. But it's a, it's a fight. And so your school situation, you need to be thinking what to do with your kids. There's a lot of homeschool. Now out at Church of Glad Tidings, they have a support system, a kind of a co-op where they're all, they get together, bring their kids out together if they want to on Wednesdays. Doesn't cost anything. And it's called Arrow Education, like a bow and arrow, Arrow Education. And it isn't a school, but they, they keep you up to date on the laws, the rules, the regulations, where to get good curriculum. And they can meet, your kids can meet other kids. It's a great time. They have fun. They spend the day together out there. And a very productive educational day. The other thing that's going on out there, there's lots of private schools. There's pro- there's not enough for everybody if everybody bails all at once. But uh, same place out of Glad Tidings, a couple school teachers, husband and wife, the Tades, T-A-D-E, they started uh, Epic. And uh, Epic is is off and going. They started it all of a sudden. They were looking for a location somewhere in the two counties, and they could not find a location that they could move right into. So they are using some rooms out at Glad Tidings, Church of Glad Tidings in Sutter County, and it's called Embassy Private Educational Center. And um, they have room right now if you if you want to pull your kids out, if you're, f- you're fed up with fighting. You know, I just heard that, su- that Yuba City Unified has closed down their meetings to public participation other than Zoom. That is unconstitutional. Just because they think people are getting hot under the collar. In other words, you're telling you're curbing people's free speech by saying that you can't be upset with the supervisors and, or the uh, trustees, and you can't be upset with the principal, and the, and you can't get flared up. Are you kidding me? Kids are getting molested. Kids are being taught that they should be trans- transgender. Te- kids are being taught that they're oppressors and they're nine years old oppressing race other races it's it's incredible so there's there's a variety of schools there's new life christian academy it's out on arboga there's uh bible baptist school out towards beale air force base on north beale road there's numbers of schools that that they're private schools they're not charter schools even the school the the uh Schools that have charter schools, they're masking them up. It's its total nonsense. It has nothing to do with trying to keep them from getting COVID. It has everything to do with the, the, the counties or the, uh, the school districts are getting money to mask those kids. So these private schools, no mask, no social distancing. So uh, you can get a hold of Epic by uh, going to the churchofgladtidings.com website. I'll give you some more information when we come back because you're going to need the, the educational help. Be right back. for 
Join Creative Light Theater and the 12 disciples as they learn who Jesus is. Imagine being a fisherman, suddenly invited to follow Jesus, a new teacher with a radically new message. He sees you and wants you for his disciple. There are 12 of us that have risen to the top, and Jesus has made it clear that he wants to train us to carry on his work. <laughs> Frankly, we have a long way to go. I mean, when he talks to people, things change. He heals them. I've never seen anything like it. And boy, oh boy, are the religious leaders offended. They cannot stand that Jesus is more popular than they are. And us disciples are just happy to be along for the ride. But we're all asking ourselves, who is he really? Who else sees a bunch of uneducated fishermen and calls them to walk with him and to learn from him? Come see our Christmas production of The Twelve, coming to the Embassy Theater at the Church of Glad Tidings, December 3rd through 7th at 7 p.m. nightly. Admission is free. I think feminism is the worst thing that ever happened to women. Our job used to be no job. We had it so good. And then all these women had to show off and be like, we could do it. We could do anything. Bitch, shut up. Don't tell them the secrets. Madam Speaker, Dr. Fauci has forsaken his Hippocratic oath and exchanged it for the mantle of unchecked power. His policy shuttered the U.S. economy, drove our country into financial upheaval, and violated the rights of millions of Americans. In July, he willfully lied to the U.S. Senate about his role in funding gain-of-function research in Wuhan, China. This week, the world was shocked to discover that through an experiment under his watch, sweet beagle puppies had their heads stuffed into crates so that sand flies could slowly strip away the skin from their bones. These defenseless animals were damned to agonize in silence because their vocal cords had been surgically ripped from their throats so that their tormentors could discharge their evil actions without having to hear incessant yapping. Madam Speaker, today I am calling for the creation of a formal commission to investigate the true origin of COVID-19, the role Fauci played in its creation, the false statements he made to members of Congress under oath, and why the hell Americans are funding the torture of puppies in Africa. Americans deserve the truth, and this demon doctor must never be allowed to escape justice. With that, I yield back starting to see, as we're seeing virtually as the months go by, other groups that can be involved, and, and seeing it in children is really quite disturbing. When you say other close contact, give me some examples. Well, for example, if, if the close contact of a child is a household contact, perhaps there will be a certain number of cases of individuals who are just living with and in close contact with someone with AIDS or at risk of AIDS who does not necessarily have to have uh, intimate sexual contact or share a needle, but just the ordinary close contact that one sees in normal interpersonal relations. So let me give you connections for Epic, but you can look up uh, New Life Christian Academy. I think it's still called Christian Academy or Christian School, Bible Baptist uh, Christian School. Uh, Epic, if you go to churchofgladtidings.com and you just uh, run your cursor over the, the top reader board there on the homepage and get over the word ministries, 
and let the drop down happen, and then you'll see Epic or Embassy Private Educational Center. Click on it, and it'll tell you everything right there. I won't take time to go through it here. I'm not trying to sell you on it. I'm just saying it's an option for you, real easy option. Gives you all the costs, the times, how often they get together, how the how the school system runs. If you just want to dial them up, you can call them at six seven one. Again, you have to now you have to include the area code five three zero six seven one three one six zero. And if you get an auto attendant, just uh, the extensions two four seven. You don't have to wait to listen to any song and dance in Spanish or fourteen languages. Just at two four seven, and I'll kick you back there. So uh, anyway, that that should help you. But there, honestly, people. Uh, again, I'm I, I'm all for fighting what's wrong in the public school system. But the bottom line is, your kids are only that age once in their lifetime, and once you a school year can go by in a heartbeat, and the, the whole school year has been lost, as it was last year with the the uh, the the quote unquote distance learning, right? So. Um, all right, so that's your that's your schools. So I I've been every week again. Some people are getting the flu, are getting things they call COVID, all that kind of stuff. The best thing you can do uh, is strengthen y- yourself, right? So uh, if if you don't eat well, eat well. Start eating better. Get off the sugar, get off the white flour, eat better, strengthen, that'll strengthen your immune system. So I take a lot of things that help me. I take colloidal silver. Uh, I take, uh, uh, I'm going to order some quercetin or quercetin. It's Q-U-E-R-C-I-T-E-N, I think, or something like that. Q-U-E-R, I know that's correct. I, I have to write it down to write it correctly. So uh, if you can't get hydroxychloroquine, quercetin or quercetin will work. Um, if you can't get ivermectin, you can get wormwood. It's it's a natural supplement, wormwood. And uh, take those. Take them as a prophylactic or prevent. It's prophylactic just means a prevention. Take lots of C, 5,000 to 10,000 uh, milligrams of C a day. Uh, also take zinc, lots of zinc. I take a magnesium-zinc combination. Zinc will stop uh, these kind of creatures from multiplying in your system. you got to be strong on zinc. you got to have vitamin D3. So get out in the sun. I know it's cold out right now, so you can't, and you can't wear lots of clothing. Some gal said, yeah, I was out in the sun, but I'm all covered up. I got a hoodie. So that's not doing it. you got to get your skin exposed to the sun. So in the, it's good to take a supplement right now, plus get out in the sun. Get a short sleeve shirt on, maybe wear shorts for a little bit right out in the direct sun. You need to build up your immune system. If you ha- if you build up your immune system, either you're not going to, you know, a lot of times we think, well, I never got co- sick last year. Well, that doesn't mean that the the bug didn't try to get you, right? So sometimes I get up and I feel I feel funky during the day, right? And so it may be that my system's fighting off something, but it may be last several hours and I feel fine. That's what you want. Or you want your system to knock it down and you didn't even know you had a confrontation with it. For instance, my doctor friends told me that early on that probably thousands of people already had COVID early on before COVID was declared. People already had the issue 
it came into their system. Their system dealt with it. They didn't even know they had it. And so when they tested them and tested positive, they thought, oh, well, I, I didn't feel anything. I mean, I got it. They, it didn't mean they were sick with it. It was just it was on board because it came in and tried to take control. That's what you want. You want your immune system to just deal with stuff. That's the goal. You have a doctor instead of like I have friends. I, I, I tell people I surround my, my life with professionals. Like I just had the, my back window blown out. It got hit by a rock. And so I had some, I didn't know how to replace my window. So I called some professionals. They drove up to my house tonight and they put in a new window. I had a leaky faucet. I had some professionals that came in from the plumbing doctor and they fixed my leaky faucet in my tub. And, uh, I, I got a fence that needs to be repaired and I got some contractors that know how to do that. Well, some things I could do myself, but you surround yourself with professionals But the fact is, God gave us a doctor on the inside, and that's called your immune system. If you, if you, like some people, like women claim men don't, won't go to the doctor when they should, right? That's like not taking care of your immune system when you should, right? So if you need help with this medication for now or forever, I think the entire medical system is getting ready to collapse. I'm not saying that to, cause fear i'm just saying that that something else will rise up right it doesn't mean doctors are going to quit or die it means that there's going to be a different structure on how medical medical uh, services are delivered to you you remember one time you probably don't remember but at one time milk was delivered by a milkman to the door if you don't remember that, you've probably seen that somewhere in a movie or something. A guy would drive up and drop off milk in bottles, and then he would come back and pick up the, the empty bottles the next day or next, in the next couple of days, right? That was the milkman. Then people went to the store and bought their own milk, right? It's just a different way to, to deliver a particular skill or service. So... Um, so I want to give you some ways uh, that right now you can get services. So myfreedoctors.com, myfreedoctors.com, americasfrontlinedoctors.com, or you could use for that one aflds.com. You can get these are where you can talk to a doctor. They're not the my free doctors, I think they're offering services for free. <laughs> Uh, some of these other doctors are not, which I don't expect them to. I'm as amazed that they're doing my free doctors. But the fact is you can get an online consultation and they can, and when you talk to them or you see them on zoom or Skype or something, they can, uh, work with you and then prescribe what medications you need. Another one is Dr. Stella, drstellamd.com. She's out of Texas. Uh, and then there's the doctor, the DR Artis show, A-R-D-I-S. That's Dr. Brian Artis. That's his full name, Dr. Brian Artis. And it's called the com. Very, very good website. So uh, there are some people around town that that are uh, prescribing ivermectin. I don't know about hydroxychloroquine. But they're giving some of the things that I've been talking about here. And uh, 
I've heard through the grapevine, through people that are patients of, of at least one doctor, that he is being pursued by our health officer, our death officer, uh, for doing, uh, for actually providing and prescribing preventive type medications so people don't get really sick and need to go to the Adventist Health. You remember at the beginning, and, and they may still be doing this, they were telling doctors, do not allow anybody in the office that has COVID. Because if you do, the entire office has to quarantine. Is that crazy or what? That means every, all your patients have to quarantine. They were sending, if anybody tested positive for uh, COVID, they had to go home. And, and my na- neighbor said I had, he had to stay in his room. He lived with three or four or five family members. And so that was the thing. And you just let people live or get really sick, get better or get really sick with no help. No hydroxychloroquine, no ivermectin, no, nor, no bedesonide inhalers, you know. Uh, you just, they, they did just the opposite of what you do if you got a really bad cough. You got a cold and it went in your lungs and so you went in before it got really bad. You didn't want to go to the hospital. Nobody can afford to do that. So you take preventive. You get, take, get some antibiotics. You get something, something to breathe. You know, you get some treatment, Right. But they forbid the treatment. You think that's evil? It's very evil. They were up to something nationally. But a lot of doctors and a lot of states said, we're not going to put up with this. We're not going to put up with this. This is wrong what you're doing. The doctors saw that it was wrong. We have a lot of sheeple doctors here that just went along with killing people. My, my statistics, I don't get anything off some wild site uh, that are not professional people. I got doctors at, and uh, children's health, def, the children's health defense uh, org. Uh, they're saying that 30 percent or more of people that went on remdesivir and the vent died. Remdesivir at, at the late stages of an illness will cause your organs to collapse. The best thing you could do is get them out of the ICU and take them to a holistic doctor and get them straightened out. This whole thing has been a fiasco, and the doctor here, Dr. Joseph Mengele Fong Lu, has been a big part of causing people to die. There, I think in one county we had 80-something, and they claim in another, another Sutter County, I think it was about 30% more that died. There was no reason that anybody should have died of COVID. Now, if they died of heart disease or lung disease or cancer, or getting hit by a truck and they blamed it on COVID. Hey, that makes sense to me. But to have people die of just COVID, it, there should be no reason for it. No reason for it at all. So, uh, okay. So November 15th, let's keep the kids out of school. Okay, we got that covered. Go do something with them. Just don't keep them at home. Maybe take a day off and take them to the ocean or go up to the snow uh, or go do some historic stuff. Go up to Nevada City and, and learn some stuff about gold mining and all that kind of stuff. Cool. Really cool stuff. Okay. So let me, uh, the CDC, the Centers for Disease Control, did you think that was a, a government entity? I always thought it was. Centers is Disease Control in Atlanta, Georgia, Right. I always thought that was a government entity. I thought, hey, that's who told Americans the wisest 
medical uh, way there was dealing with whatever it was that was out there, right? Sinners of disease. And then we had the Food and Drug Administration. Now, that's part of the government, right? And so, but we fund these things. In fact, I was fascinated when when President Trump decided to not fund the World Health Organization, right? That doesn't have the United States in it. It's the world. Who? WHO. And because of their corruption and being controlled by China and because of their mismanagement and and misadvice, poor advice to the United States during the beginning of the COVID fiasco. He said, we're pulling our funding. Now, I'm sure they're getting all the funding back now because of the Biden administration. But the point is that these are separate organizations. Now, Dr. Joseph Mercola, let me give you, I don't have his website. I mean, I can look it up later, but Dr. Joseph, common spelling, Mercola, M-E-R, just like cola, like Coca-Cola, all one word, Mercola, M-E-R-C-O-L-A, Dr. Joseph Mercola. He had, if you just Google him or DuckDuckGo, I don't even use Google anymore. I just use DuckDuckGo. It's a lot better. And, uh, and you're not promoting the corruption of Google. So Dr. Joseph Mercola, get his website and just study, study, study on his website. But he writes up here an article, and he said the CDC has manipulated studies in order to prop up official COVID narrative. What is the COVID narrative? It's that it was just this random thing that uh, started up in Wuhan, and uh, it was just totally serendipitous that it uh, attacked the world. A coincidence, and uh, and that we have created these quote vaccines, which they're not vaccines. That's like calling a horse a car. They're two different things. A horse, they do transport you. A horse is not a car. A car is not a horse. Are they two transportation modes? Yep, but they're two different things. A vaccine is not what you're getting injected with. It's poison. It will kill you. What's being done to our kids from 5 to 11 is genocide. If you if you allow your child to be injected, I'm not saying that they're going to fall over dead right at the time, but they will. Uh, you're going to damage your children, and you're going to be with them for the rest of your life, dealing with that until they drop dead. The kids have, there's no reason. Why would you ever inject some your child with something when they're, they don't have any uh, susceptibility to it. Why would you do that? Why would you just inject kid, your kids because the government told you to do it? And the government isn't even unified in that. With hundreds of thousands of people dying from the shot, not from COVID, but the shot. So Joseph Mercola says they're lying. Uh, uh, you know, they can monkey around with statistics. So I, I'm not going to go through the whole story, but it, the story at a glance is, he said in the UK, the United Kingdom or England, the Office of National St- Statistics reveals that people who have been double jabbed or double injected against COVID-19 are dying from all causes at a rate six times higher than the unvaccinated. Now, you're, I, know you're, I know what you're hearing locally. They're lying. I'm telling you, I get tired of saying people are lying. I'm telling you that most people out there in, in f- formal govern- government positions are lying, particularly people that are knowledgeable medical people. They're bought out, folks. 
The politicians, many of them, are just as stupid as a steel post. Just as hard, as stupid as a steel post on both sides of the river. In the U.S., Mercola says, meanwhile, the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention is propping up the official narrative with two manipulated studies, one suggesting the jab reduces all-cause mortality and another claiming the shot is five times more protective than natural immunity. Now, that's just total nonsense. You don't even look at the natural immunity is what you want. And no vaccine, no COVID vaccine or no COVID injection comes even close to natural immunity when you're loaded with antibodies. Both studies, he says, are of questionable quality and have several problems, including selection of time and date. I won't go into all the details of the study. I don't think you follow that. I don't follow it either when people, I just glaze over, baby. So uh, people are dying and they're being damaged. In fact, there's a discussion you can believe it or you don't have to. Believe. I've never seen Gavin Newsom, whether he was mayor, whether he's lieutenant governor or whether now he's governor, disappear and just have no press releases of what he's up to. And now just everything. Oh, he was always he was just spending extra time with his kids. He was in the office, out of the office. I was just driving around, going and getting ice cream, dressing up as Hollywood char- uh, Halloween characters. No big deal. When people close to him said he had an adverse reaction to the booster shot and either had Bell's palsy or Guillain-Barr syndrome, which is a paralysis, hopefully sometimes temporary. So there's all kinds of statistics, people, that um, it's, I I don't know, the the estimated underreporting factor. Using the underreporting factor for the vaccine adverse reactions would put the death toll from COVID shots, not from getting COVID, at 205,000 Americans, almost 206,000 Americans as of August 27th. And we're, I'm speaking tonight here at 11, 11, 21. That's two months ago, three months ago. Bell's palsy, which they're wondering whether Gavin Newsom has it, 81,747. Herpes infection, like shingles, breakout shingles or herpes, 149,017. Parathesia, 305,660. Breakthrough COVID, in other words, you've got the shots and you're still getting sick, 366,000. Myalgia. 528,000, life-threatening events, 230,000, permanent disabilities, 212,000, birth defects, almost 8,000. I want you to think of all those parents who have had children now that their children are damaged. It's not a temporary thing, people. Women, children are aborted. Pregnant women that get the jab, their children, early pregnancies are being aborted. It's it's pretty gnarly, people. If 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 you care to check it out, I I uh, feel like I'm talking to the wall a lot of times. We'll be right back.
rarely admit I'm wrong, but I was wrong about children needing masks outside. They do not need a mask outside. If they have a plastic bag over the head, toss a clear bag over your kid's dome piece, duct tape around the neck so no droplets can come in or out, poke a couple holes so they can breathe, and heck, if they get hungry, you can even throw a couple graham crackers in there. Now, it's not going to offer the perfect protection, so I'd even go ahead and dip your kids in a vat of boiling hot wax. It'll dry and sort of make a protective COVID shell. Two straws in the nose so they could breathe. Toss them in a crawl space of the attic, and then in three to nine to 25 years, you can pull them out, crack the shell, and they can get back to a normal life playing and going to school. It just makes common sense. A lot of people homeschool because they believe their children would get a better academic opportunity at home. Um, I, for one, was a child who was pretty much always just painfully bored in school. I, I just remember most of school was about how to survive this excruciating boredom. And you couldn't work ahead, you couldn't do anything other than what everybody else was doing. It was like life started when school ended. Hi, I'm Colleen Kessler, and I am a homeschool mom. I'm Sarah McKenzie. I'm Christopher Perrin. My name is Esty Smith. I'm Dr. Carol Swain. I'm Andrew Kern. Andrew Pudewa. I'm Sam Sorbo. Robert Borton. My name is Rod Brown. I'm Mike Smith. My name is Pam Barnhill. Connie Albers. Kathy Cool. My name is Ken Ham. Ron Osborne. Scott LaPierre. Janice Campbell. And we have been homeschooling since the very beginning. Homeschooling today is much different than homeschooling 20, 30, 40 years ago. There are so many co-ops, so many opportunities for kids to interact with other kids. That's what the homeschool journey is about. It's about being there with your kids. It's about learning with your children. It's about teaching them the love of learning. It's about understanding who they are and how God made them and what calling does God have on their life. But recognizing that one of the best ways to help do that today in our particular culture is through homeschooling. On this Veterans Day, I'd like to pay tribute to all of those incredible people, and you are indeed incredible people, who serve so well and so strong and so powerfully in the United States Armed Forces. We love you, our nation respects you, the world respects you, and we will come back. Our country has gone through a lot. The last period of time has been very, very tough, watching what you had to watch, but our country will be back, and will be back stronger than ever. Happy Veterans Day. Janine Pirro is the host, of course, of Justice with Judge Janine. She joins us tonight with her reaction to the trial. Judge, thanks a lot for coming on. What do you make of this? Well, I think that along with your with your last guest, J.D. Vance, what we're seeing here is the politicization of the criminal justice system. This is a case where clearly self-defense uh, is is something that will exonerate Kyle Rittenhouse. And whether this case goes to the jury or whether the judge dismisses some of the charges on his own or whether the judge grants a mistrial, this young man will be uh, acquitted and exonerated. What has happened here is there was a rush to judgment in this case. This kid, who was a, you know, a fire cadet, a lifeguard, and a police explorer, he was a kid who went there to clean graffiti, 
They have video of it. He went there to help people. He was a medic. He was CPR trained. And he finds himself in this situation. He's got a gun. And in every circumstance, he is, and it's corroborated by what the witnesses say. The, the prosecution star witness, the one who isn't dead, basically said, yes, I was lunging at him and I had a loaded gun and I was aiming at him. I mean, they established the case right there. As a judge, I would say, hey, come up to the sidebar here. What are we doing here, guys? But what you had was a rush to judgment in August of 2020. We are in the post-George Floyd world. Jacob Blake had just been shot. Everybody wanted to make sure that, you know, that everyone was prosecuted. This kid was prosecuted when the evidence was clear that he was de defending himself. Now, once the burden of proof has shifted, once he claims self-defense, the prosecution has to disprove that beyond a reasonable doubt. That's why the prosecution is desperate right now. They're on the ropes. The reason they're on the ropes is they cannot disprove beyond a reasonable doubt based on the drone, the video, the testimony of the prosecution star witness, and the incredibly focused testimony of this young man. He may only be 18, but I'll tell you, in all the years I've prosecuted myself and tried cases as a judge, this kid in every point never lost his cool. Sure, he cried. He never got angry. He said, all I wanted to do was stop the threat. I wasn't interested in, in killing people. It was not my intent. He, he knew what he was doing. He knew how to handle a gun. And the whole course of the, the whole force of the justice system, from the president on down to the mainstream media, calling him a vigilante, a white supremacist, uh, a militia man. I mean, this is what happens in our society when police are told to stand down, when no one is there to protect businesses. Police were nowhere around there. This guy, yeah, Rosenbaum, this. you had his number, Tucker. He was someone who was looking for trouble. He was. They were yelling, cranium him, which means shoot him in the head. They were chasing him. They were trying to kill him with a skateboard. And the, the prosecution saying, oh, kill you with a skateboard. That deserves lethal force? Sure does. When you hold it like a baseball bat and you hit me in the head with it. I mean, come on. Why this case went forward, why there wasn't a plea, a plea bargain of some sort, but this will end up, I think, in a good thing for uh, Kyle Rittenhouse. All right. Second half, fourth segment. I, I have a clip today. Thomas Sowell speaking for 30 seconds, I think, but I, I love his quotes. It said, he says, it's hard to imagine a more stupid or more dangerous way of making decisions. I want you to think about how we make decisions as a city or a county where we have city council people. We have supervisors, Right. And Thomas Sowell says, it is hard to imagine a more stupid or more dangerous way of making decisions than by putting those decisions in the hands of people who pay no price for being wrong. Do you think that the supervisors who made a, a decision went along with, with the governor to close down all the businesses and schools? I, l even if we just let them off the hook for the schools, they didn't have anything to do with the schools, right? Because they're... 
They're communist schools. They're not locally controlled. Unless you want to blame the, the local trustees. Do you think that the supervisors of Uber Sutter County who closed down our counties to business will ever uh, pay a price for being totally wrong and not defending the Constitution? Do you think they're actually going to pay a price? Some people want to try them under the Nuremberg Code, and some people are serving them with affidavits, which is some people are just poo-pooing that thing. Oh, you, you guys don't know what you're doing. Well, it's the first step to a lawsuit. That's what it is. If they want to poo-poo it, the arrogance of the county government is—it's—it's uh, it's a stench. You can always smell it. The arrogance of county employees, and particularly county council, and county government officials and and bureaucrats is just—it's stifling. It's like so. Soul, who is brighter than anybody in this county, a more—he says. Can you think of a more stupid or dangerous way of making decisions than by putting those decisions in the hands of people who pay no price for being wrong? If you think that, you know, I, I think of the, the the people who were over Jim Whitaker, who was a supervisor here and was taught for like 20 years or something at Yuba City Unified. And Woman after woman, young woman after woman would come and complain about him, about molesting them, touching them improperly, and they just did nothing. Do you think any of them suffered any consequences for that? Nothing. Principals get their retirement. They they are not put in jail. You, you know all those things where you're a mandated reporter? I've had people throw that in my face. I used to work for the Church of Glad Tidings. They'd say, oh, you guys are, I think you're a mandated reporter. I, I thought, you guys don't even report stuff yourself. You don't even, do you think that Yuba City Police Department ever arrested Jim Whitaker because his dad was the sheriff and his his dad put Carl Adams in his DA? And so the guy basically had a pass, a hall pass on molesting women. Unbelievable. So Thomas Sowell brings up that situation. What a stupid way to do business when no one's held accountable. Do you think the Germans at the end of the war thought they were all going to be held accountable during the Nuremberg trials? I think it's just fantastic. I've taken the time during the COVID thing to begin to look at the Nuremberg trials, and I've watched some of them on YouTube and and watched some uh, journalists talk about the history of how it all developed. It's very fascinating. And I'm very glad they did it because they just thought, hey, it's just a war. We killed yeah, millions of Jews. We, we, we manipulated, we injected children with poison, right? That's it. When you, when Joseph Mingla injected one twin with something and another twin with something else, he was playing medical experimentation games with them. That's exactly what the government is doing by allowing these shots. Let me tell you something. In 1984, there was a decision by people uh, that are a part of the global cabal, the global reset movement, to develop a society where people would just be injected like you inject cows. And you would control their well-being by injection. And, of course, the pharmaceutical companies thought that was just amazing and wonderful. Why? Because when you sell shots at $25 a piece, 
times seven billion, baby, you make a lot of money. And so we have these corporate executives from Moderna and Pfizer and Johnson and Johnson and Janssen Johnson and Johnson and AstraZeneca. These some of these CEOs are becoming billionaires off the off this thing. And so in 1984, they made a determination to head this direction. I had the documents on it on my computer. So in 1986, uh, and I'm sad to say this, but President Reagan went along with it. But Bob Dole was one of the promoters of it, supposed conservative. And uh, and Birch Bayh out of Illinois, the Bayh, I think is the Dole Bayh, B-A-H, B-A-H-Y, B-A-Y-H, something like that. They promoted the idea to give all the pharmaceutical companies immunity. Before that, they had to really super test everything, any kind of new medication. It had to go through years and years and years of testing and years and years and years in food and drug uh, evaluation before they would put it on the market. And then they'd even watch it very closely for adverse reactions. I'm talking about just general medications. And so the food and drug, so you think, well, why did the, why did the pharmaceutical industry come to Congress to get immunity in 1986? It's because they were unpacking or rolling out this concept where they were going to start injecting all the humans against all kinds of stuff. But normally it takes years and years and years to develop a, a real vaccine. And they don't develop vaccines for things that they have medication for, right? If they have medication, they don't go through all the research and development and the risk to inject people because everybody doesn't have the same reaction. But in 1986, the Congress, the, the, the House of Representatives and the Senate passed a bill to... Um, to give immunity to all the pharmaceutical companies. If anybody ever had an adverse reaction to a vaccine, which they did in, I think 1976, the swine flu, you can look it up. If you, it's not on YouTube anymore, but I think if you go to rumble and you look up 60 minutes and swine flu vaccine, you'll, you'll find about a 30 minute interview there. That's, it's just shocking. They would never do that today because they cover for the government, but they were after the government back then. Mike Wallace interview. So, but the government got in 19 and early seventies and they stopped with just a few thousand, a, a few uh, dozen deaths. They canceled the entire swine flu injections and they'd already purchased 250 million injections. That's amazing loss because they were so sensitive to causing people harm back then. A lot of people got the Guillain-Barre syndrome, which is neurological damage and Bell's palsy. And they stopped it, right in it, right in them at just after a few weeks of injections. But after that, the, the, uh, after that bad experience, the f big pharma said, listen, we don't want any immunity and we want control. And they, the Congress gave it to them. And uh, President Ronald Reagan put his pen to it. 
And since then, if you have a problem with a vaccine that the government is putting its good housekeeping stamp approval on, the way that you get um, compensation, if any, is to go through the United States government. And it isn't, it's a, it's a difficult thing. And so when you have private companies with no incentive to be extra careful because the government's picking up the liability tab, you have what you have right now. So um, I want to go down here and before I get too far out. And I just want to, because these this stuff is not getting in the paper. And I'm going to, uh, I'm just going to give you a sense of the amount of people that are really being damaged by this. Uh, so I read the other day there was a, a world-class mountain biker. And uh, so he got the shot, and he, he can't ride his mountain bike anymore because of the, the problems with the shot. <clears throat> so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to try to get... Yeah, here we go. So it says the German newspaper highlights unusually large number of soccer players who have collapsed recently. So normally they call it football players. I mentioned this last week. Sergio Aguero, 33, striker, recently had to be withdrawn from a match after 41 minutes playing. He suffered from uh, breathing and difficulties, uh, breathing and dizziness, breathing problems. Now, these are some of the, these are the, most physically fit people in the world. This is a partial list. Game had to be abandoned due to cardiac arrest of the referee in a game uh, in Europe. Soccer game. A 17-year-old soccer player from JSG Hoerhagen, that's in Germany, has to be reanimated, or that means uh, resuscitated in Europe. Uh, during the game. Now there was his heart stop. 17 year old, a Gifhorn amateur player, Marvin Schumann had to be reanimated. That's resuscitated after cardiac arrest. These are, these are young men, an assistant referee of, uh, in a European match collapses with heart problems. Remember the inflammation of the heart is a, is a side effect of these shots. A district league player of the, uh, Sveg old, sounds like Norwegian, has to be revived by his opponent. These people are dropping, and they have to be revived. <laughs> CPR. A player with the Batati Club, Munster, collapses in a regional league game against FC Nordkitchen. 17-year-old soccer player Dylan Rich dies of heart attack during game in England. The goalkeeper. Now, I went all the way to school. I've lived in Marysville, Yuba City all my life. I know of only two kids that have I think died both died of Marfan syndrome, which is a which is a birth defect of the heart. But look how many people. I, I got a huge list here. The goalkeeping coach of this one team suffers a heart attack after a training session. Lucas Sirak, twenty four of this club, I won't name all the different clubs, the names are German is out because of a suspected heart muscle disorder. Kingsley Conan, 25, from a German team, has to undergo heart surgery after cardiac arrhythmia. Trainer Dick Splitsteiser 
from the uh, German team collapses dead on the sidelines. Ruin Kogel of the Belgian club suffers heart attack during the game. At the World Cup qualification match for women between Germany and Serbia in Chemitz, an English line judge with heart problems has to be carried off the field. Team leader Detmar Gladau suffers fatal heart attack before the game. A 53-year-old football coach, Anatello Campus, collapses while training with his youth team in Sicily. Anna, Anna, Anil Usta uh, collapses on the field with heart problems. Dimitri Leonard, uh, these are all soccer players, collapses with heart problems. Diego Frechard, this, this guy's 16, suffers cardiac arrest in under-18 league game. Belgian soccer player, he's 25, suffers cardiac arrest. I got all the names here. I'm just skipping them for time. I wanted to give you the numbers. It's, it's a huge number. Of, these are just Europe. Belgian amateur soccer player, 27, suddenly suffers heart attack during the game and dies a little later in the hospital. A 13-year-old soccer player from Italy collapses after on the field after cardiac arrest. Another Italian suffers heart attack after returning from training. He dies at the age of 45. Another 22-year-old collapses a cardiac arrest during a two-tier game in Denmark. And finally, uh, in Istanbul, a fellow Turkish guy collapses, has to be taken to the hospital. Now, this is just, a, then we got a guy named Florian Daguri, the world's top static freediver. These these are guys that are jumping off high places, right? And then they, they, they just jet down and then finally pull the chute, right? Diagnosed with myocarditis. Myocarditis is inflammation around the heart, and it usually leads to a heart attack after he took the Pfizer vax. May end his entire career. I can't tell you the whole story. just sucks up too much time. He tells all the different. I just watched an, a one-hour interview between Bobby Kennedy Jr., the son of Bobby Kennedy that was assassinated in L.A. when he was running for president, Bobby Kennedy Jr. was in L.A. where he lives, and uh, Eric Clapton, the famous blues guitar player, who's I think 74, uh, he was in France, and uh, he's from England, but he's been staying in France. But he had a severe reaction to the, the AstraZeneca shots. The first one kind of roughed him up. Second one, his hands were paralyzed. He plays a guitar. Hands were paralyzed, badly swollen, and uh, he didn't think he was ever going to be able to play the guitar again. Um, so many, many young. There's. I got another article: young athletes dying, <coughs> uh, coming down with heart problems and cardiac arrest. Seventeen-year-old soccer player Dylan Rich. <clears throat> I may have mentioned him all already. Twenty-four-year-old um, named Lucas Surak. excuse me uh anyway tons and tons of people uh getting sick i i've got an i don't know whether i have this on my uh whether i could find this on my phone uh, break here i can know i could find it fast enough for you i'll have to it just lists and lists of athletes now listen people 
what that means is there are they're in good health, but they are uh, they are uh, pressing their their system. It's like it's like your your car may maybe can just go around town 25, 35 miles an hour if if it's an old car, right? Puddle you know puddle jumper around town. But if you take it down south to L.A. and you got to climb the grapevine. And you ever been over the grapevine and seen all the cars pulled off to the side of the road, overheating and different things let loose. When you put the stress on the body, if you're if you're in good shape, it can handle it. Right. You're in good shape. You, you're breathing. You've got good lungs. You've got a good vascular system. But when you inject it with the chemicals that they're injecting with, it's compromising these folks taking uh, these uh, j- these jabs. And that's that's what's going on. So uh, we just got a couple of minutes left on our fourth uh, before we get into our fifth break here. And I want to uh, give a shout start giving a shout out to some of the people scatter them out here that that help us. And uh, one is Alp, all power services that I'm trying to help them because they're, they do such a wonderful job. Uh, Will Fanning and Josh James, they're out on 1469 Stewart Road in Yuba City. And you can reach them at 530-844-0347. Now, there used to be a lot of power tool repair shops, like people would fix your your uh, chainsaw, weed eaters, trimmers, tractors, motorbikes, four-wheelers, boat motors, all that kind of stuff. And could also f- do custom fabrication, custom welding, custom fabrication. There used to be a lot of people who do one or the other, right? These guys do it all. But there's been, uh, there used to be a lot of power repair shops and not so many anymore. So I wanted to mention these guys because they do a great job and they get, they get the job done quick and get your stuff back, right? And so all power, it's called all power services. It's on the, it's on the west side of Highway 99 out Stewart Road, if you south of Yuba City. So you can reach them by email if you want at allpower1469 at gmail.com. Allpower1469, the numbers, at gmail.com. And give them a shout out that you heard it over here. And, it, it you know, the, our talk's been helping them. They, some people are going their way. And, you know, it's a shame when you have nice equipment that you bought. And then something happens to it, and you just set it aside. And uh, I, I don't like to have things that don't work, whether it's my car or a mechanical thing. Things I like everything working that I'm working with. Keep things up. Be a good steward over things. So they will get you done quick. And uh, and I've, I've heard of other power shops where you drop things off at them, and it takes uh, six months. You can't ever get your equipment back because they just are busy and unorganized. Uh, so anyway, check them out. Uh, we're going to take a break right now and come back for our fifth segment in just a minute. I was in a tunnel and couldn't see the light. And whenever I'd look up, I couldn't see the sky. Mm-hmm. Sometimes when I'm standing, it seems like I didn't walk for miles. And my heart could be crying. Dead in the middle of a smile But then I climbed the hills and saw the mountains Mm -hmm. I hollered help cause I was lost Then I felt the strong wind Heard a small voice 
saying the storm is over. Storm is over. So this is just a message to all the haters out there who are attacking me. Now, if you attack Anthony, Dr. Anthony Fauci, you are also attacking science. Because as you know, I am science. You can call me Father Science or Lord of the Psy or Fauci the Science Guy, whatever you call me. When you attack me somewhere in a lab, a beaker explodes and shards of glass shoot into a child's eye whenever you send a mean tweet. So just know that. But you're also attacking people who are hard of seeing and short people. So when you attack me, you are also attacking the midget blind scientist community, the MBS. So I would recommend if you're one of those, take your mask, put it in your mouth and shut up. School A roughly meant leisurely learning or undistracted time to study the things that are most worthwhile. The first time I heard the concept of teaching from rest was, I was listening to Andrew Kern actually, he was giving this interview, I was cleaning out my eight-year-old son's closet and I was pregnant with the twins, so pregnant with my fifth and sixth kids, I'm cleaning the closet, I'm kind of in this state of despair and I hear him tell the interviewer that the number one thing a homeschooling mom should do is teach from a state of rest. The thing I want to say that about rest is that that's what the Lord has called us to. And if, if you believe that you should be homeschooling your children, then you need to ask yourself a basic question. Do you believe that because you're afraid of something? Or do you believe that because you're called to it? I thought, this man has no idea what he's talking about, clearly. Uh, so, but it piqued my interest enough. I thought, you know, this is so hard. This, this homeschooling thing, I'm so worried I'm gonna ruin something. I'm, I'm worried I'm not giving my kids every opportunity they could have, that if they're just relying on me for most of their education, there's got to be something wrong with this situation. I don't feel like I'm enough. Our Lord has said to us very clearly, if you're weary and you're heavy laden, come unto me and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you. And then he says, my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And it was in the process of reading about rest and what it actually means to shed the anxiety and take on this work of homeschooling and raising my kids without all this angst and worry that really drove me just to find out as much as I could about it. And as I was learning about rest and what that means and what that could look like in the life of a homeschooling family, that's when I wrote the book. I've been talking about this for a long time, for about seven or eight years after reading uh, Peeper's book. Sarah started doing it. He didn't expect the disciples to feed the 5,000. He said, bring me what you have. And they brought him this basket of loaves and fish and he turned it into enough for the multitude. She heard these talks uh, from Andrew Kern and myself, and then she started to think, how could I actually do this? She began to write about it. She began to reflect on it. She began to make some changes slowly in her own homeschool. And, and then she was blogging about it. People were responding and saying, I, she touched a chord. Teaching from rest for me looks like me bringing my basket, just the little bit that I have, and letting him turn it into something more beautiful than I could on my own. So I'm supposed to go down to Florida next week after we're done here. That's where all my uh, relatives live. I don't really want to go. Florida, a lot of old people down there. You know, they live in those minimum security prisons. That's where they put all the old people. What's with all the security there with the guard gate, with the arm coming down? Everyone's got a uniform, guns. 
Are the old people trying to escape or are people stealing old people? What is the security problem? I just can't drive around there. You know how the old people drive? They drive slow, they sit low. That is their motto. State flag of Florida should be just a steering wheel with a hat and two knuckles on it. And that left turn signal on for when they left the house that morning. That's a legal turn in Florida. It's known as an eventual left. You can signal this week, turn any following year of your life. What is that age that old people reach where they decide when they back out of a driveway, they're not looking anymore? You know how they do that? They just go, well, I'm old and I'm coming back. I survived, let's see if you can. Uh, we're in our fifth segment tonight, and uh, I wanted to mention a couple other people that have been a huge help to us. And uh, one is uh, Nellie Garcia at North Valley Paralegal. So if you need some legal work done, you might need a will done, or you might need a uh, restraining order, or you might need, need just sorting out s- some issues with your uh, legal situations with parents, uh, agreements, and all kind, you just you know, sky's the limit on what can happen. You need some kind of legal document. Maybe you're going to transfer the house to your kids, and you don't need an attorney. A lot of times, you just go to an attorney out of habit, but they're very, very expensive, right? I I get sticker shock all the time when I go to them. And uh, so, North Valley Paralegal can get it done well and nicely. They're nice people. They get it done quickly. And for a less price than an attorney. How can you go wrong? At 751 Sutter Street in Yuba City. And the number is 751-9289. Now you got to put a 530 in front of everything. 530-751-9289. Then the guys over, and there may have some ladies over there. Their photo on their website shows all guys. But they may have ladies in the office. But I know, I've, I've met some lady plumbers that have worked even in my house. And they know how to get the business done. So uh, Thrifty Rooter's actually looking for workers. If you're wanting to get a job and you want to learn a plumbing job, I just had a repair done uh, for me. And uh, they had the lead plumber and then a couple other plumbers with them. They were training them. And that's the way to go, just on-the-job training. So the plumbing, uh, the uh, Thrifty Rooter is looking for workers and they got lots of different things they do they they like pump tanks they they send uh devices down lines to find out why the blockage where the blockage is why it's there what's what's going on down there they can actually see in there unbelievable instead of just like guess so at their website at thriftyrooter.net thriftyrooter r-o-o-t-e-r.net 
uh, you can see all their services and just check the ones you want and send them an email. Tell them what's up and when you'd like them to pop by, and they will do that. And you, Or you can just do old school, and you could dial them up at 530-673-8201. A reminder, all you local people with a 530 area code, I'm trying to keep you from being frustrated because I've got a bad habit of just we never had to put the prefix on there before. Now we got to put the prefix. We're going backwards, folks. And uh, Greenest Construction, uh, I've talked to Dave Greenest. He said, Lou, I am so busy that we're almost doing 100% kitchens right now. So I don't know whether they're going to take on your bathroom, or, but you can always call. And the interesting thing about Greenest Construction is they call you back or they answer the phone themselves. Dave Greenest himself will answer the phone. It's amazing. After all these years, 40 years, he's still answering the phone and talking to people. So uh, Greenitz, G-R-E-E-N-E-T-Z, construction.com. The reason I give out that website and his Facebook site at Dave Greenitz Construction is so you can see the before and after. And, and you know, uh, you need to see the pictures. Then I don't have to do so much talking convincing and then you can sort it out you can send them an email send them some kind of a message off those platforms or you could dial them up at 530-682-9602 682-9602 so he was telling me the other day i was talking to him and he said lou almost all the jobs i've got lined up right now for the next several months are all kitchens one kitchen after another kitchen after another kitchen and uh I can see one of the things that slows you down on a bathroom is you got to have tile setters. And if you you're, you don't have enough time to get your tile setters in and they, you don't have enough tile setters lined up, if they get too busy, then you can't get the job done, right? In the kitchen, you don't have too much tile. So that may be the problem there. So uh, check it out, Greenest Construction. We'll, we'll cover that. I've got a couple more to do, but we'll cover them in a minute. So I wanted, I wanted to bring something up to you because in 2022 – which is just around the corner, we are going to have another election. And um, we're going to have a uh, House of Representatives, probably some senators and uh, some local elections, assembly elections, local senator elections, state senator. And then there's always in California, we have bonds and measures. And I'll, I'll spend some time maybe next week going over bonds and measures that are coming up, but they're the typical hustle and deceptive uh, attempts of politicians and bureaucrats to get you to give up more of your freedom. When See, my freedom isn't just airy-fairy, like, oh, I can go anywhere I want. But when the government's taken a high percentage of your money, that's taken your freedom. That money can pay for a trip to another country or move you to another country or Maybe you want to sell your house and move, and it takes money to move. And you want to go to a different state because of, of the, uh, the socialist policies of California. When the government government takes control on you by taking your money. So this person sent this to me. It says, enough is enough, and I want to read it to you because I agree with it. First, we were told that we should approve the lotto. You know the lottery? You remember that when California came, that came in under Pete Wilson, a supposed conservative governor first we were told that we should approve the lotto you remember why for your state wherever you are 
See if it fits this. Because that money would be used to fix our public education system and improve our roads. Then we were told that we should vote to raise sales taxes because we needed that money for education and to fix our roads. Then we were told that we should okay casino gambling because the money raised from that would be used to fix our education system and, of course, to improve our roads. And then they raised the tax on gasoline and the fees on vehicle registration to improve our roads. Then we legalized marijuana for obvious reasons, and we were told that the revenue raised by taxing marijuana sales would be used to improve our public education system. And now, after all that, our public after all that, our public education system is one of the worst in the world. And our students consistently score in the bottom half in math and science. We're talking about California here. They tell us that our roads and bridges are crumbling as well, and our dams and other public projects are in danger of failing. And they tell us we need $3.5 trillion, this is talking about federal government now, to fix our infrastructure. My only question is, what happened to all the other money? And I want to address that because all that other money is siphoned off in the small print. It goes elsewhere. It does when it's, they say, when they say water resource, and, you, and in your mind, when you vote, you think we're going to get a dam, we're going to raise Shasta Dam twelve feet, we're going to add twelve feet on the top, we're going to build another reservoir, we're going to build two, three reservoirs, we're going to do this, we're going to do that, we're going to hold more water back. Nope, that's not what happens, is it? They they start well. We want to just we want to encourage city dwellers to conserve more. They don't ever want to talk about storing more water. Just spending it differently. That's why we get. Then they you remember when Governor Brown right before he was ready to go out, he said, "I'm not going to spend any more. I'm not going to spend any money out of our revenues, even though they had abundance on the roads." Because he doesn't want people to drive cars. He's nuts. Thank God. He, I guess he's still alive. I don't really care whether he is or not. I'm just glad he's not governor. We didn't get anybody better to replace him. Maybe worse. But the fact is, after after we've been paying taxes, gas taxes, DMV taxes, smog taxes for years and years and years, and the roads are the worst in in, in the United States. And then he said, I will not, unless you pass this additional tax, what was it, SB1, to just go to roads, I, I'm not going to give you any money out of, the, out of the taxes. And the sad thing is that liberals in this state continue to vote the same people in and put up with the nonsense. But that's what we face today. And I heard that on the 2022 ballot in California, they're going to have all kinds of uh, – taxes for water again now it's interesting that this uh chart i has here is called biden inflation october 2020 to october 2022 gas has gone up right at 50 percent now i don't know what to me gas has doubled that's that's 100 percent, right If if you're paying 250 and it goes to five that's that's gone up 100%, right? However you want to look at it, it's doubled. In my mind, it's doubled in California. And in some areas of California, I think along the coast where it's hard to get to, they're charging like $7 or $8 a gallon over there. Unbelievable. 
And, you know, sometimes shortages are reflected by bad crop, bad yields. They have a, you know, the crop got wiped out by bugs. The crop got wiped out by a tornado. The crop got wiped out by flooding, right? Or by some disease. And so there's a shortage. And when there's a shortage and the demand stays the same, the price goes up. You with me? Supply and demand. You understand that. But in this case, the United States of America has the largest oil reserves in the entire world. You think, oh, I thought that was the Middle East. Oh, I thought that was Russia. No, that isn't. It's us. When you add up all, all the different reserves in the, in the, on, on the turf of the United States, then if you go offshore, you know, lots of, lots of uh, countries, uh, they pump oil from offshore rigs. That In Vietnam, I met a well driller from Louisiana that was flying to Vietnam at the same time, same plane I was. And he said, Lou, I work on an oil rig 50 miles off the coast of Vietnam. And he says it has everything you'd ever need there. It has a five-star restaurant. We eat all our meals there. We don't, we don't get off that rig for 30 days. We live on the rig and work on drilling oil down there. That's what we do. And everything's, our clothes are clean there. Our food is there. Our medical is there. Everything we need is there. And then, then we work a month. We fly by helicopter back to the mainland of Vietnam, we get in a plane and we fly back to our home and we're home for 30 days. Then we come back here for 30 days. And so in the United States of America, the only reason, by the way, there's a pipeline, I think it's called Pipeline 5. And it goes from Canada to Michigan. And the Biden administration now not only has shut down Keystone Pipeline, which was starting to work. But now is talking about shutting down pipeline number five. That pipeline transports 500,000 barrels. Are you thinking I'm going to say a year? Are you thinking I'm going to say a month? Six months? A week? That pipeline transports 500,000 barrels a day. This country will never, in anybody's lifetime that's living right now, will never operate on green energy. There's not enough green en energy in this nation to power this nation. There just isn't. It's impossible. And green energy isn't green energy. It takes fossil fuels to produce the green energy mechanisms like bird blenders and solar. They, they are not made out of green energy. You have to make them. In fact, the one of the big problems with the bird blenders, the big windmills, is that when they wear out, they do not wear out. They don't produce anymore. They don't go around in circles anymore and produce energy. They're done. They're old. They're aged. And they have to be taken down and replaced. So what do you do with those huge mechanical devices? You have to bury them in the ground. And they do not decompose, right? If you put a can, an old can in the ground, 
tin can, it would decompose. It would rust and decompose. These massive things, the, the motor on these things is as big as a school bus. I've seen them close up in Vietnam. My, my point is that this, this world is running on fossil fuels. And, and that includes natural gas and oil and coal. It cannot run without them. It's not going to run without them. In our, in, I, I don't care whether you're five years old. In your lifetime, they will never be able to produce enough energy. They're not producing it now. They can't even keep the electric cars running in California. So we have the reason we have such high gas prices and high fuel, you know, uh, fuel, uh, uh, what do you call it? stove oil prices on the East Coast? Like out here, we power our heaters out here with electricity and with natural gas. Back east, they they use uh, heating oil, and uh, you're talking about shutting all that stuff down. It's crazy, and so there is no re- we have so remember with Trump. For the first time in the history of the United States, from the time we first started having fossil fuel, we were fossil fuel independent. That means we were not in, we did not have to import any. And, uh, and we were gas independent. I'm talking about natural gas. So we had, we were actually exporting the product. And you remember in the carpet, uh, Carter administration, he forbid companies. We had a uh, we got so short of fuel in the Carter administration because they said, "Well, there's just not any more oil in the ground." They just they were ignorant, and so they ha- we had a emergency stockpile of of fuel in this country, and we just got rid of it because they were they were basing all their estimates on ignorance. And and they they had forbidden Exxon, BP, all the you know Shell, all these big oil companies. They were not allowed to sell oil to foreign people. They could sell it to U.S., but they couldn't sell it overseas without permission of the government. With Trump, that all changed, but now it's all changed back, and they're now stopping leases from operating on on our. Uh, U.S. soil. It's unbelievable. It's all all of this. Energy is up 30%. Gas is up 50%. According to this uh, printout. Fuel oil. That's what they use for heaters. Fuel oil. Up to 60%. Used cars and trucks up 26%. Uh, It just, it's. It's it. None of this had to happen. This is just simply communist philosophy. They just create scarcity on purpose. They created scarcity on purpose. So I don't know whether you I, I, I don't really wish evil or I don't wish that Governor Newsom dies or has debilitating illness. What I don't like is dishonesty. So if he's having problems, I think the whole world ought to know. 
the whole world on. Do you know that when the AIDS epidemic broke out, some b- believe that we it was introduced, the AIDS epidemic was... Do you know that some people believe that just like COVID with the spike protein and ACE receptors, it was weaponized, this illness, just as common cold was weaponized to be a bioterrorism uh, product, that AIDS was also done the same way, and that Tony Fauci was right in the middle of it, and that Tony Fauci, in fact, you'll hear a clip today of him saying that kids could get AIDS by just being in the same house with their parents. That's how stupid the guy was. Or just trying to play upon you. Create, would that create fear in you? Somebody in your house had AIDS? That anybody could just get it by uh, casual contact, not sex, or not passing? Remember, people got AIDS by the blood the blood uh, reserves, right? Go and get it. You need a pint of blood. And people were there was people given blood that had AIDS and they were passing it to HIV. Remember, that's a virus. That's immunodeficiency virus, human immunodeficiency virus, just like COVID, supposedly, right? How about this? Mom says teen got COVID vaccine at CVS, CVS without her consent. That's a pharmacy, CVS. Uh Babies among those in COVID trials in Madison, Wisconsin. So sad. People killing their own children. Unbelievable. We'll be right back with our last segment. job and we've set up a society where you have to be credentialed with a certain amount oh, of college so can't aren't they able to get a better job no because this, of their this is a policy of composition uh you know if one person stands up in the stadium he sees the game better but if they all stand up they don't all see the game better uh as long as you know if you have if you have a degree and the other guy doesn't then you get ahead of him in the employment line but we're not going to all get ahead of each other in the employment line by all getting degrees Gun violence in the U.S. is definitely a public health emergency. And that's obviously because most people are not sanitizing their bullets. Those AK shells can be covered in droplets. It's like a direct COVID shot into the bloodstream. So I would soak your bullets in bleach overnight. And if you're using a shotgun, you're already spreading bullets. That's like a super spreader spreader event. Even if you're a lone gunner in the woods, wear a mask so you don't infect a deer tick or a fruit fly or even a dung beetle. Before you shoot somebody, wash your hands and put a mask on the tip of the barrel. It'll stop the spread and it might also even help soften the blow of the bullet, saving a few lives. But if you're a true patriot, get rid of your guns and use a machete. They're way easier to clean. It just makes common sense. So here we are, another day in Hollywood. That's what this is, right? Hollywood? 
The big show, lights, camera, action, action. special effects, smoke and mirrors, one big mind-controlling distraction, and you, you're all their number one fans. The groupies, cheering and supporting your favorite politician. <laughs> I'm sorry, I said public servant wrong. Because that's all they are, right? Public servants? I mean, you wouldn't expect a local mailman or police officer to have a Twitter account with millions of followers, would ya? Would ya? Those politicians with their social media accounts, their book deals, their podcasts, their late-night talk shows, their Netflix specials, and their celebrity parties. The lifestyle is quite extravagant. But something's not right here. Something's out of whack. And some of you out there are really loyal to these guys. You protect them stand up for them. You say not all politicians are corrupt. <laughs> That's exactly what they want you to think. Because what goes on behind closed doors would blow your mind. These politicians are worth millions of dollars. Wake up! <laughs> Insider trading. No one is held accountable for anything. They're above the law. They can lie, they can cheat, and when all is said and done, they can just blame the other guy. <laughs> And don't get me started about tax refunds. <laughs> you know, when the government steals your money and then gives some of it back? <laughs> you keep hiring the same people who created these problems. And you expect them to fix the very problems they created. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. I mean, our whole lives we've been lied to. We've been told a story and we've been forced to accept it. Or else, as a child, you were groomed told to pick a side, whether it was baseball, football, basketball, or politics. And there's so many sides to choose from. Left, right, far right, far left, far, far right, and so on and so on. They put you all in thousands of small individual groups for a reason. Because it's easier to control thousands of little groups. But we'd all be out of a job if there was only one. Are you starting to see what's going on here? <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong. The show. <laughs> oh, the show. It's, it's brilliant. It's quite entertaining. <laughs> they have you on the edge of your seats every week. Just when you think you've got it all figured out. Wham! <laughs> another distraction pops up. And then another. And then another. And then everything you thought you just figured out went poof! Right before your eyes. Your first mistake putting your trust in a politician, believing in them and what they say. Do you realize that a public servant's only job is to control you? That's it. Look around. Can't you see it? It's all a show! <laughs> but I love to travel. I love it whether it's a car or it's a plane. I like to get out there. I like to keep it moving. I love airports. Feel safe in airports, thanks to the high-caliber individuals we have working at X-Ray Security. <laughs> How about this crack squad of savvy, motivated personnel? <laughs> the way you want to set up your airport security is you want the short, heavyset woman at the front with the skin-tight uniform. <laughs> That's your first line of defense. You want those pants so tight, the flap in front of the zipper has pulled itself open. You can see the metal tangs hanging on for dear life. Yeah. 
Then you put the bag on the conveyor belt, goes through the little luggage car wash. <laughs> then you have that other genius down at the other end looking in the little x-ray TV screen. This Einstein has chosen to stand in front of x-rays 14 hours a day as his profession. Looking in that thing. I, I have looked in that TV screen. I cannot make out one object. He's standing there. What is that, a hair dryer with a scope on it? That looks okay. Keep it moving. Some sort of bowling ball candle. Yeah, I got no problem with that. Just, you know, we don't want to hold up the line. So I go to the bathroom in the airport. What, what is the story on the sinks in airport bathrooms that they will not give us a twisted on, twisted off human style faucet? Is that too risky for the general population? Too dangerous. We better install the one-handed, spring-loaded, pain-in-the-ass Alcatraz-style faucets. You know those ones where you gotta go, hey, boy, I got a little water there. Oh, another couple drops. What is it that they think we would do with a faucet? Turn them all on full, run out into the parking lot, laughing, pushing each other into the bushes? Come on, the water's on, let's go! This is our last 20-minute uh, segment. I just want to mention a couple other people that make it happen for us. Uh, in fact, if you if you have a business you want me to promote it, I'm not I'm not going to arm twist you today. But if you want me to promote, it, I'm willing to do that, and it doesn't cost you that much. But it just helps offset the costs of putting on the podcast and also putting on the live radio show and uh, on KMYC. I have some other people, tech people, that help me put this all together. Uh, I have a board operator, Santos Vigil, and then also Tanner Martis down in Texas who charge a little bit for their time. They're they're worth a lot more, but uh, they believe in the cause. And then we pay some of our time on the, on the air, on the KMYC AM. I have to pay the radio station and also some other things. But anyway, that aside, that's what these guys are doing, guys and gals are doing, helping me. Um, to do what I'm doing. So if you're interested in either helping me or uh, if you want to uh, promote your business, be happy to do that. So the final couple of folks is Elite Universal Security, Monty Hecker, who is also looking for workers, guards. They'll train you, and um, they are at 530-749-0280. They're located in Yuba County, but they have operations. They, they do guard work all over Northern California. So uh, if you live in another county, don't, you don't have to come down here to join. Uh, you could simply connect with them. You, if you need to take some of their classes, you might, you might have to come down. Some of them are online, they tell me. So you can check out their classes at api-academy.com. That's your schooling arm, and you can see their schedule and some of the classes and all kinds of classes, you know, even going through their concealed weapons classes, uh, taser classes, handcuffs, tasers, uh, sprays, the different sprays that you can learn how to use. Uh, 
tactics, all kinds of things. So Elite Universal Security, and and if you want to go to work for them, they would love to have you, even if you wanted to work part-time. And I think uh, the two plumbing operations, Thrifty Rooter, Plumbing Doctor, that, I pro- that, that are on the show, all of them are needing work. They will train you if, if you're willing to work. And if you're a veteran plumber, I'm sure either of them would take you on part-time, uh, just a couple days a week even, I bet. So check out Thrifty Rooter. And then uh, Lee Universal Security would certainly take you on part-time. And they really need people all over California. So uh, EliteUniversalSecurity.com. Uh, they're over here at 5548 Feather River Boulevard in uh, just outside of Marysville. I call it Linda. Now it's, I think it's called Oliver's where they, they, they changed the postal code over there. 530-749-0280. And then finally, the plumbing doctor. I had them in here yesterday fixing. I got a leak and uh, a couple other things going on that they were fixing for me. And uh, Ted Holmes, the owner of that, is also a contractor. So we're working on a fence in the back of my place, making it look like it was new once. Once was brand new. He built it before. Now we're kind of redoing it. So uh, they're also looking for plumbers. He could use, they got lots of vehicles that need bodies in them, going out and fixing people's problems. One thing, whether you have a good economy or a bad economy, when something needs fixed in the plumbing area, you can't wait too long. So these guys will get right on it. When I called them, I called them at uh, 530-671-9111, 530-671-9111. They got it on a third ring, second or third ring, boom. Live person, Heather answered, and she said, what can I do for you? They hooked me up the next day, and they were over here, fixed it. Then they're going to come back and do a little bit more for me. But they got the problem solved, and um, but I, they were in here, boom, next afternoon, easy. Okay? So uh, also I'd give a shout. I just had my – I gave a hitchhiker a ride. I pulled over to the side of the road along Highway 20, and I was off the shoulder, and it had a big opening where I could pull way off, and I pulled way off just to be out of the way and uh, was sitting there talking to this guy gave a ride 19 year old guy and all of a sudden the back my back hatch window just blew up pow and it shattered and um, I think a rock just kind of spun up from the tire of one of these big trucks coming by but I don't really know bottom line is it broke and so the cool thing is I called somebody that I thought could fix it for me but they don't do auto glass anymore, but they referred me to a guy that they just, they were just here just before I started doing the podcast. I called them yesterday afternoon and they were here within 24 hours, drove in my driveway, got out of their vehicle and slapped another piece of glass in my, uh, in my vehicle. And, um, you can, uh, you can check them out They're They're called, uh, let me see if I can remember what they're even called. I think I would have remembered that by now. Dove Autoglass. Just like the bird. Dove Autoglass. Let me give them a pitch. I'm not even I'm not charging them for it. I'm just being kind to them because they were they were super kind to me. Let me see if I got them listed here. 
Let's see. Anyway, they were here. Here it is. If you if you want to help, they're they're uh, one of these mobile auto glass company, Dove, not Doves, but Dove, D O V E Auto Glass, five three zero six three five ten ten five three zero six three five ten ten, and uh, just called them up on the phone, gave me a quote right over the phone while I was talking to them, and um, set a time to come by today, and boom, it's done. Yesterday broken, today fixed. That's what I'm talking about. So, so anyway, all these guys, Elite Universal Security, Greenest Construction, Plumbing Doctor, Thrifty Rooter, North Valley Paralegal, Peachtree. Oh, I got to mention Peachtree Health. So Dr. Cassidy and I do a couple projects together. Let me mention this because we never do bring this up. A lot of people like to get tattoos. You ever notice that? Some of them are really cool and some of them aren't so cool. But sometimes people put a... Uh, they put a tattoo on and 10 or 15, 20 years go by and their life changes. And they think, oh, I don't want that on me. I've got kids now and that, this is gnarly. Or I don't really, this doesn't reflect who I am today. So uh, w- Dr. Cassidy and Church of Glad Tidings has partnered. Uh, we used to partner with Sutter North. And then they couldn't do it anymore because of the state put too many regulations on them. So they ended up very kindly donating the laser to us at the church. We repaired it and got it all tuned up and we've been doing tattoo removal. So if you have a tattoo in an open area, like your neck or your face or your arms, or your lower leg on females, hands, stuff like that, we will clean you up real cheap, $50 per session. And we, we treat once a month. And, uh, Dr. Cassidy does the, uh, Dr. Joe Cassidy does the treatment. He donates his time. We all donate our time. And just to cost the laser uh, to keep it tuned up. And uh, and we do it out of Church of Glad Tidings at 1179 Eager Road in Yuba City. And we do it once a month, and then we let you heal up for four weeks. So you may have a little tat on your ring finger, or you may have I Love Susie. On, on your hand or arm and now you're with jane that's been your wife for 10 years and you got all i love Susie on there we could take that off and we do it for 50 dollars a session and we if you want to call us we'll give you more details but you can call uh karen at uh, church of glad tidings at 530-671-3160 extension 242 she works wednesday thursday and friday and we'll just schedule you up. You don't have to come in. You don't have to make an appearance until you need a treatment. You can just enroll over the phone. We'll ask you some questions over the phone, and then you advance pay the $50. So um, I bring that up because a lot of people don't know those services aren't easily uh, obtained. They're not in every city. Like we have people that drive from Sacramento and Rockland, Oroville, Corning, Chico, Calusa, uh, to get treatments, which is all that's fine. We're just here to help people get on with their lives. The other thing Dr. Cassidy and I are doing, we, uh, we recently, we just had three overdoses occur within 24 hours in Yuba County, uh, opiate overdoses. <laughs> and all of them were rescued by, uh, sheriff's deputies from Yuba County Sheriff's Department because they all, uh, pack with them uh narcan which is a 
pharmaceutical product in a squirter and you just put it in the nose of a person and you squirt it in their nose. And if they don't come out the first time, come out of it with the one squirt, you give them another little vial and squirt it up their nose again. And uh, now they're coming out with some more powerful stuff I heard from Dr. Cassidy. But I say all that because there's a lot of, of uh, narcotics in the Yuba Sutter area. And Dr. Cassidy and I were concerned that the, the government of Yuba and Sutter counties does not do a very efficient job of getting people off the street and into rehab. They're very slow, very bureaucratic, very monotonous, very uh, pain in the rear. They treat people like they should be a college graduate trying to get them into a rehab, and these people are barefoot, cold, sick, uh, trying, to, and they're making them jump through a lot of hoops, which is ridiculous. So we're doing a fast track, and so here's how to do it. I'm going to tell you how to do it. And whether you're addicted to alcohol, cigarettes, mar- uh, marijuana, uh, meth, or opiates, whatever, whatever it is, call Peachtree Health. I'm going to give you the number, 530-749-3242, 530-749-3242. And um, so ask for... Dr. Joe Cassidy, say you want an appointment, they'll probably ask, what's your problem? Say addiction. No big deal. If they say that we still have problems with the front end, people say, oh, he's very busy. Oh, he doesn't have any more room for patients. Da, 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 da. If you're an addict, we have room for you. And uh, we'll make room for you. And it's it will get you right in if you once you're ready. So if you have a problem like that and you get a response at the front end of Peachtree that way, then just excuse yourself they thank you and then i'm going to give you doc's direct number but don't call it text it okay and i'm going to give you a third opportunity option next so you can text him at 530-682-8648 once again 530-682-8648 text him just give him your name need an appointment and addicted to heroin math whatever you want to say you don't have to get into a lot of detail he'll call you back hook you up if that doesn't work or you don't have a lamp you don't have a cell phone or you're using some other odd phone you can't text just call me up at 530-713-1838 call me any time of the night or day 530-713-1838 i will get the appointments lined up we'll get you we'll get you going we'll get you into a rehab whatever you need if you're not if you're not going to be able to go into a rehab, you could go into an outpatient. We can get you on some medication that'll stop the withdrawals. We'll do all that, okay? So that's that's a Dr. Joe Cassidy. He helps us with the show as well as he is, does a huge work both with the tattoos. Now don't call him or Peachtree Health about the tattoos. You remember? That's Glad Tidings and that's 530-671-3160 extension 242 uh that's karen and uh and and she just all you have to do is say hey i want to make it i want to join the tattoo program that's it simple she's not gonna it's not all everything we're doing with cassidy and with tattoos and addiction not a lot of bureaucracy you just do it over the phone we get you hooked up and then you can mail in your money and on on the tattoos and we start treating you boom in and out. You're in and out quick. 
It isn't a big process. It's not like going through surgery or anything like that. Okay? So let's get with it. Let's get you helped. Whatever you want. You want to, like, clean yourself up. You've got tats on the face. They're standing in the way of your job. Maybe some jobs, they don't care. Tats, no big deal. But other jobs, it's, it's uh, you know, you got to kind of clean up. And uh, and we can we can help you um, we can help you get that that fixed. So uh, this is kind of encouraging. We got about five minutes there in Oregon. You know these schools are just uh, they're saying uh, these school superintendents are just saying we are following the orders of the California Health Department. Right? That's not a law, people. But what's happening is they are pretending that and they're trying to get away with abusing their employees. <clears throat> and um, and so they're threatening them basically by these letters and they're being very arrogant. And so my advice to them and Peggy Hall's advice at the healthy dot org. And she has lots of videos that are free there. that will teach you how to deal with your employer. And one way is do not do an oral interview and don't quit. Do not quit under any circumstance. Let them completely fire you and keep track of every conversation and every piece of paper they send to you. Keep it. Keep a paper trail and let them fire you because chances are they're going to do it incorrectly and you will own the place before it's over. The challenge is, is finding enough attorneys to defend to take these cases but where where there's money, attorneys come a running. So, my friend Brad Dacus, and when I say my friend, I'm just na- not name dropping. Brad is I met him 20 years ago, and I was on the school board. And Brad started Pacific Justice Institute. <clears throat> he used to work for on, on staff for a Texan United States senator, and I can't remember his name right offhand. But Brad then was an attorney working for the state senator, a United States senator. And uh, then he started Pacific Justice Institute that did nothing but defends pe- defend people right, people's rights, whether it's a church, a, any kind of rights, civil rights, human rights. So he writes this news release, Grants Pass School District reinstates teachers fired in free speech case. So what happened was, Seven months after putting uh, these two teachers on paid administrative leave, I think one was a principal, one was a teacher, and nearly three months after firing them, so they put them on seven months paid leave, then they fired them. The Grants Pass School District has now reinstated the same two ed- educators, and now they're going to have to probably pay them uh, for those final three months where they fired them as well. Uh The two educators uh, openly called for balance in educational policies concerning gender identity. In other words, they didn't go along with the gender identity teachings, and they they asked for balance. And uh, her name's Rachel Damiano and Katie Medart. They they solicited help from Pacific Justice Institute. It was a free speech lawsuit against the district and federal court. And they were rehired following a four to three vote um, Tuesday night by after the federal judge ruled. Then the school board still had to make the call. 
and then it would be up to them to sue the the district. But the the uh, Grants Pass School Board voted four to three, and so uh, it said the Grants Pass School Grants Pass School Board uh, did the right thing by reversing a very unwise decision to fire Ms. Damiano and Meadart. Uh, PJ's, uh, she, however, the two of them never should have been taken out of their school in the first place. First Amendment jurisprudence makes abundantly clear that teachers have the same right as any other private citizen to speak on matters of public concern. By placing them on leave and then firing them, the district sent a chilling message, basically, that any employee who dares anger the woke mob will be sacrificed on the altar of political correctness. Now, here's the cool thing. Pacific Justice Institute, they have different attorneys throughout the United States. So Ray Hack, H-A-C-K-E, he's the PJI, or Pacific Justice Institute, Oregon-based staff attorney. So PJI is in California. That's where they started. So if you are a school employee and you get fired over over free speech, or you're, uh, even if your employee writes uh, are trampled. PJI, you look up Pacific Justice Institute, Brad Dacus, D-A-C-U-S, and uh, probably you're going to get somebody else besides Brad on the phone, but they may take your case. So that's another attorney uh, source for you. So we're going to call it a week here or a night or a day or whatever you want to call it. It's a night for me. And uh, we hope you enjoyed the show, and we'll be back next week, Lord willing. And uh, hope you take part in the the boycott of the school if you have any children this Monday. We're so glad to see so many of you lovely people here tonight. We would especially like to welcome all the representatives of Illinois' law enforcement community who have chosen to join us here in the Palace Hotel Ballroom at this time. We certainly hope you all enjoy the show. And remember, people, that no matter who you are and what you do to live, Sugar to kiss.